Hello and welcome to Midas Community Podcast. This is a very new format for us. We're doing that for the very first time and we're just testing how it's going to go. So I'm here today with our new member of Midas Community team, Ben. Hi. Hi, everyone. Hi, Anya. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for doing this with me. So Ben is now responsible for new content that we're going to create in Midas community. And uh, Ben, can you please introduce yourself briefly to the audience? Sure. So my name is Benjamin. Hi, everyone. I joined Midas team recently, as Anya said. Before that, I'm, you may know me from the Discord server when I was basically still am the, one of the mentors, right? So you may know me from, from there. My nickname is Ben GG. And uh, I'm with Midas, you know, with, with in, in, the, in the community for almost a year now, I, I believe. I joined uh, less, maybe less than a year ago. So I, I you know, I love everything about Midas. And uh, so I'm, I'm really happy to be, to be here now. Personally, I'm, I'm really, you know, interested in everything related to crypto, investing, achieving financial independence. Yeah, in, in my free time, I like to travel and spend time in, in nature, read books and play video games. So... Yeah, that's a short introduction about me. <laughs> and um, yeah, once again, I'm happy to be here. And we're happy to have you in the community team. And it's really good, you know, like, for example, I've been a community manager for a year and a half now, mm -hmm. and it's so good to put a face to a name, you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, like we used to chat a lot in the Discord yes, server yes. and now like everyone, not everyone, but each other personally, that's really cool. So let's just briefly tell our audience, like who's listening us or watching us on YouTube about the Midas community podcast format. So, uh, basically this is a podcast where we ask our community to give their experiences or opinions on certain topics and then we pick the most interesting comments and discuss them and basically we are trying to give our community a voice apart from like on the discord server because some of the community members are super smart they have a lot of bright ideas i could not uh, mention enough our tax tutor michael who's actually decided to create a whole entire like excel sheet that happened a lot of the community members. So basically, we're trying to bring the value of the community to a broader level. So everyone who's listening to us or watching to us can get the ideas, tips, and kind of improve their journey to financial independence and basically crypto investments. And talking about financial independence, I've already mentioned it, yes. but uh, Ben, can you elaborate on why we decided to take this topic as our first opening topic for the podcast when it comes to investing and you know like saving planning budgeting and so on we believe that the main idea of all of these actions is to at some point achieve financial independence or financial freedom let's say different people can call it different things but at the end of the day it's about being you know like uh, independent of this need of having a day job and um, trying to have more options let's say when it comes to your daily life which I believe can be achieved by being financially independent. And having Midas Investments, uh, our platform in the heart of this idea, we really believe that this is something that, you know, really connects all our members, our, all our users. This, you know, this dream of becoming financially independent, having this stream of passive income, which Midas is a great place to be for this journey. 
Yeah, definitely. And that was the initial idea of my assessments, yeah. actually, because when I talked to Trevor, when he was hiring me, like he said, like, I believe that financial freedom should be guaranteed for like every single mm -hmm. person in the world. Yes. So uh, that's why I created this platform. That's why like I'm giving people this opportunity to quit their nine to five job. Yeah, we have already briefly touched it. And uh, should we go straight to the comments now that the community left on the topic of financial independence. Yes, I believe so, because we gave you guys space to, to share your thoughts, your stories, experiences, and uh, related to the topic of, of today's um, podcast. And uh, and you delivered. We'd like to kick off with comments from, from Discord, and then we will move on to Telegram comments. And basically circle back and forth. And uh, the one comment that I think is great to, to start with uh, comes from Discord from user uh, Raven Eyes. By the way, guys, you'll see comments somewhere here. Yeah, and we got, we're not going to read them yes. fully. So uh, if you're listening to us, it's better to go to YouTube channel and watch uh, the video and read everything with your own eyes. But we're just going to briefly touch mm -hmm. the main points of the comments. So you will not miss out on anything if you're listening to us and not watching. Yes, yes, exactly. So coming to, to the comment and why we wanted to start with it, because uh, it asked a very important question. So we guys asked you about financial independence and Raven Eyes responded with a question. So he said, how do you define financial independence? Make a living, can afford the bills, have enough to retire and so on. So this is, uh, this is something that we'd like to start with. How do you define financial independence? And I think this is a very important question to, to answer. Because that's where it all starts. Just understanding yes. what is the financial independence for you specifically. Exactly. If we talk about financial independence, one like main idea would be to have this, uh, this end goal, right? Like what's my end goal to when I can say, okay, right now I am financially independent, right? So you know where you're going. That's why it's important to, to define. For me, like I mentioned before, this is the state where I can choose what to do, right? So I do, I'm not forced to my nine to five job and don't get me wrong. There's nothing, you know, like bad about nine to five job if one enjoy it, right? It's, it's mm -hmm. fine. But I think for the average Joe, right? Everyday people, it's really like, like this big dream or, or great idea to have this freedom of, of choice. And I think this is something that for me personally, it is important to have this choice. Do I want this type of job or this type of job? Maybe I want to work three days per day or four instead of five, right? Maybe I want to have more vacation days and so on. So having this independence is where I can start to become picky <laughs> and having the passive stream of income, uh, for example, from my, this is, is something that uh, can really help me to achieve this. And I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> I don't know how about you, but I, I feel like I'm on a good, yeah, but I'm on a good track. So I think it's, it's much more than, you know, only having, you know, enough money to pay your bills and, you know, make a living. I think it is this point where you can switch to a less paid job in the mm -hmm. name of more free time, for example, so that you can spend it with your friends and family, do your hobbies, travel more and so on. What do you think? 
Well, actually, I basically have the same perspective on that. To me, financial independence is when you don't need to work to survive. Mm-hmm. And you can choose, of course, and you have the freedom of choice. And you know what? Like when I was in my university, I was like probably my, what was that sophomore year? Mm-hmm. So I got obsessed with the idea of financial independence. And I read almost like every single book I could find on that, you know, like reach that, poor dad. Then like, uh-huh. I don't remember, I, I don't know how to say these uh, names of the books in English because I read them in my own language. Mm-hmm. And I also read a lot of like articles. And what is interesting that they divide your journey not divide but they like break up your journey to financial independence Mm -hmm. like three steps so the first one is you have financial stability maybe yeah financial stability is like when you have more than six months of your income saved Yes. And that's that means that you can survive the next six months mm-hmm. uh, if you lose your job or, for example, if you get sick or something. The next step is going to be financial security. It's mm-hmm. uh, when you have enough funds that give you passive income like every single month mm-hmm. and you can cover your immediate expenses with this passive income. For example, if it's like your bills, your housing, the food, and maybe just like the other things that you need in order to survive. Mm-hmm. For example, if you need your car to repair your car, et cetera, et cetera. It's like the minimum amount of money you spend during a month. And financial independence is when you have enough savings that the passive income from them can cover your like luxury lifestyle where mm-hmm. you like do whatever you want to and you don't really care about money. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there are like three steps. And I really like the idea of dividing the journey in these small little steps because, you know, like you said, you're not in your like financial dependent state yet. Me neither. But when you can see that, oh, okay, so now I'm like financially secured and that's mm-hmm. already cool. It just gives you the motivation to go yes. further and uh, achieve this financial independence stuff. And also, I think that some people can pers- like can understand this term a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. So, for example, for some people, it's just to live off their like passive income, as, um, as you have briefly mentioned, uh, the fire movement, etc. And for some people, it's just to, for example, have a job that doesn't really require a lot from you, but can mm-hmm. pay off uh, all of your desired, I don't know, like travels or whatever, whatever. It's, for example, how it was done in the four hour week book from a uh, team Ferris, I guess. Mm-hmm. Have, have you read it? No, but I heard it. Yeah, you should, you should definitely read it because like, it's all about giving this, like obtaining this freedom, like financial mm-hmm. and mental, but without actually the requirement of, uh, have, I don't know, like millions of dollars in savings mm-hmm. that can like mm-hmm. pay off uh, all of your like monthly things. And sometimes when I look at the term of financial dependence, I understand that for me, for example, financial dependence might mean that I still have a nine to five job, mm-hmm. which I mm-hmm. do now, but I, every single time when I wake up and like get to my laptop, I consider it to be a very fun and interesting activity. So I don't even Mm -hmm. consider it to be a job. And when I get paid, I'm just like, oh, okay, cool. (laughs) It's not like I'm like, oh, I need to do that, this, that, and that so I can receive payment and I will not starve to death. So for me, it's also financial independence when you enjoy your job and Mm -hmm. you're not doing that just for the money, just to survive, but you're doing that because you want to again. And it doesn't mean that I don't work at all. I do. And I like it. Sure. Sure. I think it's important that you brought this up, the, the having this meaningful to you, right. And enjoyable uh, type of job, which definitely will help to achieve this state where you can 
the site if you want, of course, to maybe drop this job or change it. But if you like it, why would you change it, right? It's really, yes. really great to have this type of, you know, work that, that, that you enjoy. And then the financial independence or, or, or this income is suddenly something that you, you're not, you know, like 100% focused on, right? And it just yes. happens, like, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. great. And one day, you know, and, and you, you know, you keep compounding, you keep saving. And one day you see, oh, I'm already, you know, here. And I started here. So I think yeah. it's uh, really important as well. You mentioned fire movement. And I think it's, and it's also in the, in the thread that we, we created on, on Discord. So I, I think mm -hmm. it would be good to mention it because for those that maybe don't know, the, the FIRE stands for financially independent, retired early. And it's, it's type of movement. It's, it's a good word. And uh, where uh, there's whole community around this, um, this movement where people try to live their life in a way that will help them achieve financial independence in a early age, let's say, or mm -hmm. early stage uh, of their life compared to, let's say the, the, let's say default option where you, you work till you 60 or 65 and then you retire. Right. So, so the idea is to retire around, I don't know, 30, 35, for example. So, but um, some people retire at 25. I, oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of YouTube <laughs> videos where they say like, I'm 25 and I'm like, I have already like retired yes. or retiring at 25, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> yeah, it's like, insane. Oh, crazy. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. insane, but exactly there is, and, and they're not necessarily did the fire movement, right? It's not, it's only one of the options, but still the main idea is to live quite frugal life and do not spend too much to do, you know, side jobs and, uh, and work as much as you can and spend as less as you can, as little yeah. as you can. And thanks to, to those rules at some point. And also the very healthy part of this uh, idea is to keep investing in, in safe, uh, safe assets like ETFs and index funds. Maybe do not like gamble your money and do not go degen yes. as we say in crypto. <laughs> so, uh, and you know, so, so, so thanks to that, that at some point people can achieve this, uh, this independence, but at cost of it requires some sort of sacrifices for your daily life. And with this, I think we can move to the next comment because when it comes to, you know, sacrificing things and uh, balancing things out, we have comment mm -hmm. on discord from Elijah Cloft. It's very short. So I'll just read it out loud. He says, yep. I think financial independence is about finding a balance, creating a buffer to be able to better write out the rough times in life, save for tomorrow, but also enjoy today because tomorrow is not guaranteed. I love and it. I love this comment. Yeah, it's really on point. I think it's, it's really great because if you focus too much on like saving every penny, making as much as you can, you can get lost you know, and, yes. and, and burn out. And when I was researching the topic and especially the, the fire movement, I was surprised by amount of YouTube videos with titles like why I quit fire, why I cannot <laughs> do fire anymore. You know, like, it's I, unbearable. Yeah. I cannot yeah. live like that anymore. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's, it's really important to, you know, to have this balance, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, I was super obsessed with the fire movement when I first found out about it mm -hmm. again, because I was like in a super, like in my early twenties and I was fascinated. First, I found out like about minimalism. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yes. uh, living less but better quality. So I threw away all of the stuff I had. I yes. started researching more. Then I found out the fire movement. And mm-hmm. again, I've seen a lot of like former Google employees, you know, like mm-hmm. who would get like insane salaries mm-hmm. and they would not uh, spend a penny because but obviously they didn't need that because they mm-hmm. had the food in the offices. Mm-hmm. They had the like the apartments rented uh, for them, et cetera, et cetera. And that's how they could retire like at 25. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I've also seen like other people who had like different experiences and they really lived a frugal life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Seriously, it's just like you don't go out, you never get dinner in restaurants, uh, you, I don't know, like don't have fun at concerts, (laughs) you try to like uh, DIY everything, for example, in your apartment, etc. And I've tried that (laughs) and I became became really sad and unhappy in a Mm -hmm. really, really short time. You know, that was always like a struggle because, you know, they say that that your adult life consists of like two really opposite things. You either save money <laughs> or you're happy. <laughs> so, and actually I have gone through that mm-hmm. and I've been like experiencing like a lot of different lifestyle. For example, a really frugal one when I was super mm-hmm. unhappy. And then I would uh, go to like lavish lifestyle straight away. I was not even counting what I was mm-hmm. like, spending. Mm-hmm. And at some point when I looked like at my credit cards balances, I got so anxious <laughs> and like nervous. And I was like, oh my God, now I like, I owe so much money. Oh no, mm-hmm. like how is that? It's not a really healthy like financial situation. Yes. So I completely I completely agree with the comment that Elijah has uh, posted that it's finding a balance. For example, you don't have to have millions of dollars in your crypto assets mm-hmm. or like stocks or whatever, but you just have to have some in order to feel protected and feel financially secured. And for a lot of different people, it's like, it has like different meaning. For example, for me, it would be, I feel great if I have like six month income saved. And I Mm -hmm. know that whatever happens, I will always like have this money. And for other people, it might be different. For example, having one month of savings, Mm -hmm. et cetera. It's just like about the inner peace of mind, I would say, when you understand that you're not going to be homeless and uh, running around the streets. It really helps on this journey. And this is the the, the first part that which you mentioned of these three steps. The first one having this, in my language, we call it financial pillow. Or cushion, oh yeah, the same for me right? actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So, so you can have let's say soft landing, right? In case there's something goes something yes. goes bad, right? So it it allows you to basically cover all your expenses, right? Including housing, food, transportation, maybe for and here it, it differs: three months, one month, yeah. six months. I know people who have uh, this this financial pillow for uh, saved for 12 months. For, That's a good one. For me, six months. Mine is, is is six months, and I really like this this state and this like you said, peace of mind. I I do not have to worry if bad times come. I'm I'm safe for for six months. If I lost my job, I have six months to to find a new job. You know, anything unexpected happens, I'm I'm good. I'm covered. Right. It's, it's really good to start with this one with with this part if someone is is just starting their financial independence journey and you know what i think i think it 
can depend on your age. Mm -hmm. uh, because, yes. for example, if you're young and you have worked for like two or three years and mm -hmm. you have that experience, you're not just like freshly out of the college. Mm -hmm. You can have lesser money, say, for example, like for one or two months, because sure. it's it's not going to be a huge problem for you to find a job. Mm -hmm. And I think if, if you're closer, I don't know how it is like in your country or in other countries, but in my country, like the closer you get to the retirement age, like the harder it is to find a job. Mm -hmm. So yes. that's why like if you're, I don't know, like 50 plus, mm -hmm. probably it's a good idea to have like 12 months in savings. Yes. Uh, but apart from that, you just decide like, for example, for me, it was never like, it never took a really long time to find a job. Mm -hmm. But that's because like I'm young and I have that professional like uh, experience that that is required to yes. find a job quickly. So yeah, that's probably like one. Yeah, what about your thoughts on like the frugal living? Do you think it's worth it to like live a very frugal life? For example, from your 20s to your 30s, but in the 30s, you have all <laughs> of the like financial dependence and you don't worry about anything. Uh, what do you think about it? For me personally, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> 20s was such a great time. Although... I recently started my 30s and it's even better time uh, unexpectedly. <laughs> but anyway, you know, we need to come back to this balance thing. And, and maybe it's very personal. You know, I think it's so, because some people may enjoy this, let's say, frugal life, right? They, mm -hmm. and I remember when I was starting like building this financial pillow and so on, I enjoyed seeing how my, you know, numbers on my account increase. And I was like, oh, yeah, right. This is, this is great. <laughs> I, I didn't, you know, go out. I didn't buy this coffee on whatever Starbucks or, you know, I didn't buy, I don't know, new phone because my old phone is still working. Right. And I, mm -hmm. I liked, I, I enjoyed this, this process at the beginning, but then, you know, I missed, um, I started to miss, you know, traveling going maybe mm -hmm. more outside. So, and then, you know, but, but I was at the stage when I was able to increase my spending without harming my financial pillow. So, so once I reached this state, it allowed me, you know, a little bit less frugal, let's say. I think it's, it, it comes to, to being to conscious, being conscious, uh, spender, let's say. So mm -hmm. if I choose, you know, to go to vacation abroad or even in the country or to go to this restaurant or to buy this stuff i know what i'm doing it's not impulsive you know it's planned right i know yes. it will. and here we can you know mention budgeting right so so you know what what is happening to your money so, how you so. prioritize the money that you already yeah. have exactly yeah. and also you mentioned this going on this spending spree you know where you don't yeah. care about it and you take credit cards and so on and i think it's the other other end of of this you know on the scale right yes so i think it's good to be somewhere in the middle but again it's very personal but about this, this other extreme, I read about this YOLO mentality that is... YOLO uh, mentality? Yes, yes. Uh, so... I've never heard about it. Yeah, I'm not sure if this is something new or, or not, but but it was an uh, article about, you know, uh, that the inflation is very high and it's, it's not slowing down and so on. So people, uh, especially the young people, are like, okay, so I have some savings, but, you know, cash, but it's losing uh, value every day. So I might as well spend it on some stuff that I wouldn't normally buy just to, you know, like cut the, the losses from inflation, right? But it's a very short-sighted uh, view because yeah. inflation will stop and come down at, at some point and the item you bought will only lose value like with time, right? So mm -hmm. it is the state where people, you know, decide to, to spend a lot of money instead of saving um, because they are afraid that tomorrow this money will be worth less. But I think, like mm -hmm. I said, it's very short time perspective and it's good to, to have lo longer, you know, 
perspective. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think that some people just don't realize so that uh, if you, for example, invest in a very good stock, you might even like earn interest that will cover the mm -hmm. inflation. Yes. And also when it comes to buying things, I think I've uh, heard it from a YouTube blogger and he said that, for example, if you want to splurge on something, splurge on like really good vintage things. For example, if you want to buy a car, don't mm -hmm. buy like a regular car that's going to go down in price in, mm -hmm. like, in a year. Mm -hmm. Buy a really rare like car that will be always like, like appreciated be, in price yes 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 oh, wow. so then when you decide to sell it you even make money on that okay so it's just like about also finding this like cool opportunities mm -hmm. to like at least not to like make money but like to save them and not make them like depreciating in yeah, price yeah, yeah. So, so like being uh, creative yeah. about your spending <laughs> yeah and living and, and and like finding this like different i don't know like life hacks or like mm -hmm, money hacks mm -hmm. that you can find yes yes so i think we could move there's one more comment from discord that i'd like to tackle from scarlett scarlett f what i like about this comment because he says personally i think financial independence is very much a work in progress for me and then mm -hmm. he says that it requires carefully thought out strategies over a period of time Okay, this person knows what's up because they know you need a plan. And it's it's yes. not that you're going to wake up one day and be financially independent. It's a process and you have to mm -hmm. accept that it's a process and enjoy the process, right? And it's really good to, to have this mentality when I know I need to work for it. I need to plan for it. Be really, you know, thoughtful and careful. This is very good approach in my, in my opinion. And I, I share the same, the same view. So just wanted to mention that. And then he says, uh, there are numerous... Wait, wait, wait. Before we go further, let's imagine that there is a person who mm -hmm. never thought about it. And now they decided, oh, I really like this financial independence thing. Mm -hmm. But they do not know where to start and how to actually build a plan. Mm -hmm. Like, What would you suggest to them? I always would suggest to start with budgeting. Yeah, like do your budget, make a list, see where your money goes. Like what's your, what's your income, right? So how much do you make like on a monthly basis or weekly? Well, monthly is, is a good period of time. Start mm -hmm. from here, like, like, you know, do the, the bird view, like from the top, you know, like see where you are with your finances, where does the money come from? Where does it go to? And so that, that would be the, 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 the first one. And once you have this overview, and of course I'm talking from, from my experience, I'm not yeah, saying it's universal We're, we're plan, all but, talking from our yes. experience. And then, then what I would, what I did and what, what I would, uh, let's say advice to do to someone who just started would be to, to have this plan. So what's my first short term goal, right? Mm -hmm. And then how do I reach it? So, so what's my first goal and what's my first actionable, like thing to do, right? What mm -hmm. can I do today? So today I can do the budgeting, I can do the list, I can check if I don't have too many, I don't know, subscriptions, you know, to HBO, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus, uh, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music, like all of this. Maybe I don't need all of it and see where I can cut those, this spending, right? Unless you're, you're good with your spending, you don't need to cut anything. Then I would start building my financial pillow, right? This, this pillar of financial independence where I can feel safe for next three, six, 12 months in case anything bad happens. I would really start with, uh, with that. If someone is, you know, like totally new and they, they don't know what to do, I would mm -hmm. say, you know, like make a plan. That's what a really good thing. This is the thing, you know, like a lot of people, when they're talking about like uh, financial independence, they just like stick to the 
easy formula, mm-hmm. like spend less and save more. Mm-hmm. But nobody actually talks about the budget. And mm-hmm. actually, I think it's a really good thing because like sometimes you can, for example, that was also a case for me when I was trying to save as much as possible. And mm-hmm. then I realized that the money that I leave myself to live on is not enough. Mm-hmm. And then I would like grab the money that I saved and that's uh, how it was like a loop of trying to save and mm-hmm. not being able to do that. And only when I started budgeting and when I started mm-hmm. uh, using the envelope budgeting, you know, when you just uh, plan the money that like, for example, you get a salary, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say, for example, I don't know, let's not uh, stick to the numbers, but like, for example, $100 mm-hmm. and you don't have any more money, even though you know that you have some money coming up in the future, but you budget only this $100 mm-hmm. and uh, you just put them into envelopes and you say, for example, okay, I want to spend like $50 on food. I want to spend, I don't know, like $25 on transportation and I want to spend $15 on going out. And mm-hmm. then I'm left with like $10 for, I don't know, let's say like for my mobile data. And you just budget only the money that you have. That's the most, I think, realistic way to do it. It's like rational thinking and looking realistically at the money that you have now, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not the money that you're going to have in the future. I think that's really important because a lot of people, they also like plan the money that they don't have. For example, they know they're going to have a paycheck in two weeks and they already start like (laughs) planning this paycheck, even though Mm -hmm. they don't have it yet. That's uh, sometimes that leads to over budgeting, but okay, I'm going into too much (laughs) details. This is not uh, an episode about like budgeting. Yes. So maybe one day we can do, you know, one episode about budgeting and um, you know like good habits to to have in order to you know maybe spend less and achieve financial independence faster but about spending because it's also good to be you know like smart about this right so for different people in different situations it can mean different things to spend less so maybe mm-hmm. for for someone you know like spending you know not buying this starbucks co- coffee for five dollars is maybe a lot already, you know, on a weekly basis, but maybe for someone else, it's not really that much. And for them, maybe it's good to try to, if someone is trying to, I don't know, buy a car or, or house or flat, whatever, to negotiate the price and, you know, cut like 10,000, 20,000 from the price or whatever, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that would make a meaningful difference for them instead of this $5 coffee. coffee. Mm-hmm. Or also it's uh, maybe what uh, those that just started can do. Maybe you can ask for a raise in your work. Maybe you didn't think about it and it's, you're, you know, like overqualified or you, you've been working for five years in, in the same place without any rise. So maybe it's good time to, you know, because it's really like easier to, well, not easier, but it will be much more impactful when you start earning more instead of just cutting small, you know, amounts of spending. And and I think it's something that you may have really big influence on. It's it's good to, you know, like not be afraid to negotiate, to ask for a raise and, um, or maybe just look for, you know, like similar job, but in a new place. And when changing careers, it's always a good spot, you know, to ask for more because you already have experience, you are made more qualified and uh, you can ask for a raise when you're changing your employer, for example, right? Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that like getting a raise or getting an additional source of money is actually like the most impactful thing mm-hmm. that will help you with um, with achieving financial independence. And for every single person, they obviously need to tailor their budget. But if they don't have more money coming in, mm-hmm. it's going to take so 
much longer for you to achieve your financial independence. And that's why some people lose the motivation because it's taking for too long. Yes. So I think it's like, again, talking about balance, it's mm-hmm. like trying to cut out, to cut your spendings and uh, increase your earnings. Yes. And this is something that um, Carlos, right? From our Discord, earn, save, invest, repeat. He talks a lot yes. about like earning more, right? Like he, he always mentions, especially now during the bear market, like, Yes. <laughs> how can you earn more? Like try to earn more. It will, you know, like have really big impact. And uh, so instead of, you know, like looking for moonshots and, you know, this, this hidden gems that will 10 X your money or hundred X your money, like go to basics and try to, for starters, try to maybe earn more, do extra job, maybe ask for a raise and so on. And I think it's really, really wise and smart to go about it. Definitely. I agree. And uh, it's so cool that you mentioned that because I want to announce that soon we will release an Earn, Save, Invest, Repeat course. We already had it, but we're starting something that's called Midas Academy. And we're going to have like a lot of different courses there. And Earn, Save, Invest, Repeat is going to be the first one. So uh, if you want to get into the ideology of actually like Midas Investments and Carlos, just uh, go and take the course. It's going to be completely free uh, and it will teach you all of the basics of achieving financial independence from Carlos view. Obviously you can have a lot of like different views on Mm. that. Like we have already talked about it, but this is going to be the one that he actually proposes. Awesome. I like it. (laughs) So you have, uh, you heard it first here guys. So it's it's good (laughs) to to listen to our podcast because, you know, in between words, you can hear some, some news of upcoming. uh, We're just like spilling some tea. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right. So from here, I'd like to move to comments from, from the Telegram. We have a really, a really great comment from Freak, Mr. Freak. This person already achieved the financial independence. That's why I think it's very, you know, like uh, inspiring and familiarize yourself with this comment. And by the way, guys, feel free to, to join our Telegram group if you're not there yet, because uh, we have uh, good stuff there as well. Definitely. Definitely. Right. He says that um, he achieved financial independence, but still work full time because I love my job. It's a quote. Wow. Right? So this is what we discussed before. The idea or the goal is not to quit your job, is to have a choice, right? So if a freak wants to quit his job, they can, but they don't have to, right? So I, I think it's, it's great, like having, you know, both achieved financial independence and having a job that you love. It's, it's amazing. It's precious and yes. priceless. Yes. And he gives some very valuable, you know, like tips or guides. Um, for example, never invest more than you are willing to lose. Right. So this is very important rule in investing in general, because, you know, in order to achieve this, this independence, it's hard to do it without investing, right? Money needs to work for more money. So it's good to, you know, always invest in assets, but at the same time, be careful. Like I mentioned before, do not look for, you know, this magical asset that will make you rich overnight. Right. And by the way, this that's never a good idea. No, no, it, it never works. And it reminds me about speaking about different mentalities. I mentioned YOLO mentality, and there is one more that I remembered now it's, um, a lottery mentality. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's also, I think it's very common. So this idea where, where people dream about winning this lotto, you know, ticket where they, they mm-hmm. scored the, the, the six numbers or whatever, and they win big prize. Right. And now, you know, they don't have to do anything and it was, you know, effortless and now they can just do finally, you know, start, start living the life that they always oh dreamed of. Yeah. And it's, 
Of course, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a dream, but it's wrong but... to rely on this game of chance, right? Where it's the chance, like you'll get struck by, by lightning faster than you will lose, <laughs> than, than you will win those, uh, win, win uh, six, six numbers. So yeah, <laughs> better not to rely on that. <laughs> yeah, just don't let the dream of of winning a lottery like prevent you from doing like everything else. Yes, because yes. This is the thing, you know. I also like I've been thinking a lot about like the philosophy of life. I know we're going mm -hmm. too deep right now, but this is the thing. Like usually, you get in life what you work for. And lottery, like winning a lottery, it's kind of like a cheat code. And a lot of mm -hmm. people think that they can use this cheat code. But as you said, there's a really low chance of winning a lottery. Mm -hmm. And again, like if you don't put a lot of effort in what you're doing, you will not value that enough. Even if you like win the lottery, like how likely are you going to invest it in like stocks or crypto to receive passive mm -hmm. income? No, you're probably like going to spend it on like, I don't know, yes. like Ferrari or something. Yes, exactly. so, and that's what happens. Yeah. I, I heard about the statistics, right? That most like lottery winners become, you know, like poor again after, yes. you know, six months, year, two years, because they spent everything because they're not educated. They're, they never, you know, exactly. spend time to, to educate themselves about how to, you know, like make this money work for me instead of, you know, mm -hmm. just, just give it away basically. Right. Yeah. This is the thing. Cause like when you take this, like a journey to financial independence and you take it step by step, you also educate yourself mm -hmm, exactly. and you also like know how to not lose this money. So yeah, obviously I agree. It's, it's just like financial dependence is not only good by the, the fact that it gives you this like freedom of choice, mm -hmm. but it also educates you on your way there. Yes. Yes, exactly. When, you know, when I started reading about this thing, like about investing and saving and so on, I, I gained so much knowledge that I, I didn't even know I would be interested in, you know, I, I never thought like, yes. I don't know, like five years ago that I would be interested in finance, you know, investing, you know, reading <laughs> about markets, market news yeah, yeah, yeah. and cryptocurrency. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, but I, it's like self-development and it, it's, it's really, uh, it's part of the game and it's part of the, of this process and it, it makes it easier to, to enjoy it if you become interested in it. And, um, coming back to this, uh, this comment, because there are a few lines that I still would like to, you know, highlight then freak says that about the importance of taking profits, right? When you invest in something um, and then he says, um, what goes up must go down at some point and so on, take profits, uh, invest your profits in, for example, Midas and enjoy the yield. And then he says that he have enough to live from this passive income for, for his entire family. Wow. And it's, it's wow. I find it really amazing and, and inspiring. And the fact that he's, uh, he's, he mentioned Midas investment as this tool that allows him to have this, uh, this financial independence is, it's really great. And, uh, it's those stories that, you know, we really, really like to, to hear from you guys. So yeah, definitely. If you have a story of achieving your financial independence with Midas Investments, please let us know because this is something that we can tell the community about and uh, they can get inspiration and you also help others to educate themselves on that topic. And uh, will you mention the part uh, when he uh, <laughs> talked about like driving in 10 different cars? All right. So he says, for example, last month, <laughs> surprising my son and myself with a whole day driving in 10 different supercars, Lambos, Ferraris, McLaren, Porsche. 
And so, um, yeah, and this is, this is, you know, about doing things that it says things possible that I normally wouldn't have done. So this is this, this stage, right? I think it's, it's beyond financial independence. It's, it's not <laughs> only, you know, being able to live your daily life and, you know, you don't have to do anything, but also doing some really, you know, extra stuff like crazy, uh, you know, driving crazy expensive cars. Uh, cars. Yeah. Mm. It's like, you know, a, a little guilty pleasure yes, yes, exactly. that you can afford yourself when exactly. you have Why not? I mean, if incomes. you, yeah, I mean, you earned it, so <laughs> why not? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Right. I think we're, uh, when it comes to comments, uh, if we're going to close with this one. Wait, don't we have another one uh, yes. that was into the reply yes. to Freak's post? This is so cool because the community lives. And for example, if somebody shares their story, we have another stories that like uh, people share like after him and they might be completely different, but we still can learn a lot from them. Yes, yes, that's right. We have a comment from PM Alonso. He says uh, that Freak Post is so inspiring. I unfortunate, uh, unfortunately, very few people enjoy their jobs and feel uh, well paid. Building passive income is sort of a circular reference since to generate money, you need the money first. And this can become very tricky and evasive. Yeah, I think it's true because especially this sentence that in order to, in order to generate money, you, you need money first, right? Yeah. And, and here we come back to those, those basics, those first steps that we mentioned before, right? Like, what can you do for starters? Like, how do I even start to make more money? Right. And we mentioned asking for a raise, maybe changing job for a better. You know, like do, do the research on, like, look on markets, mm -hmm. see job postings. Maybe there is a job that you didn't even, you know, maybe you didn't even think about checking if there's, you know, like posting that your CV would match, you know, the, the requirements and you can, maybe it's the same job, but you can ask for a raise when you're changing the job. So it's yeah. just an example, yeah. right? And you know what, like he also mentioned that, for example, in his country, the economy, like is not really good. Mm -hmm. That's why he cannot like get a very, very well paid job mm -hmm. or like it's hard for him to do, to make extra money. Yeah. And I really wanted to address that because like, I also have this experience and I know that it's the opposite. When you're living in a country where the cost of living is really low, you also have like low expenses mm -hmm. and it's easier for you to, for example, get a remote job in an international company and make a good salary, but uh, you are not going to spend that much money on your basic needs. And that's like, I've, I've traveled a little bit, like, and I spent like, let's say like four months in, uh, in Turkey. And I've met a couple of people from Europe and from the US who were living there and working a remote job. And when I asked them like, Hey, like why you decided to move in here? And apart from, you know, saying that that's a really nice country with a good like weather and climate, etc., They also said that, you know, the cost of living here is so much lower mm -hmm. than in my home country that allows me to like live the same level of life I'm used to, but spending a lot less and investing a lot more. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like, you can always find a way. And especially now when we have this globalization and you can work online remotely to like basically any country, like working for any country in the world. Because mm -hmm. I know that a lot of like IT giants, they do have, they do hire people from other countries. And uh, yeah, I guess another thing I wanted to say is that, for example, the cost of living in your life, in, in your country is not that like big compared to the US or uh, Europe. You might also need a lot less 
money in passive income each uh, each month yes. and it and it makes the journey so much easier because mm -hmm. like you don't have to have i don't know like five thousand dollars a month in passive income yeah so um it's also like i think it's just about the perspective and how you see mm -hmm. it. because i know that for example in a lot of like post-soviet union countries a lot of people who work for international companies they're like developers it specialists etc etc mm -hmm. and they live in their countries and working for another company and that's that's yes. still works for them yes yes i think it's it's good to have this perspective and especially now in the post-pandemic world let's say where where the the remote job became almost a standard right for yes for a lot more industries not only programming or it it's good to you know like re-evaluate re where you are and what are your possibilities and of course we're not trying to say it's easy right or it's like you know get a better job <laughs> i know it's not easy it's it's, it's better like earn it's, more money yeah. what is the problem like earn more money why <laughs> why on. is it a problem yeah <laughs> so so guys we're not trying to do like you know like a deep dive into how to do it exactly and everyone's person's situation is is very you know different from others but I think it's good to have this mindset that to not be stuck in only one, you know, path and, and this is how it is. And yes. it, it, it always be like that. It's good to try to act in this area of influence instead of area of interest. And I'm referencing to this book from Stephen Covey of seven, seven habits of highly effective people. Yes. Very popular, yes. great book and definitely recommend it. And he always talks about, you know, like act in the area of, of your influence. It will expand once you, you start this journey, right? So, so this is something that we definitely want to also advise you guys to look for your options in your situation. Where do I start and just be open and, and always look for, for opportunities. Yep. I completely agree. Just like work with what you have exactly. and move forward from that. Yeah. Yeah. And it will be easier for one and harder for others, but it is what it is. I think it's, yeah, it's I don't, still doable. You know, I also heard a really good phrase. I don't remember where, um, but it was like, it's not about like what cards you get in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It's about how you play with them. Mm. Yeah. And it's not about like where you were in the beginning. It's like what you do in order to move forward. Mm -hmm. Yes. I agree. It's very wise, <laughs> simple and wise. <laughs> And I think it, it would be a good moment to finalize our first episode, right? Yes, definitely. And I remember we, uh, when we were preparing for this recording, we uh, were saying, okay, let's, let's have it like 30 minutes. <laughs> but now we have almost one hour because I don't know, I'm really fascinated with the topic of financial yes. independence. And I'm pretty sure like the community, the Midas community that we have is also very interested in it because that's what actually unites us all. Exactly. Yes. Yes, I really enjoyed this format. Well, I'm sure we'll do more, right? So, so this is <laughs> this is new new format for you guys, the Midas Community Podcast. So, thank you, thank you for tuning in. It was great talking to you, Anya. Likewise. Yes, and thank you guys for all the comments and stories. We really, really want to have this, uh, you know, like like you guys, the, the community in the in the heart of this podcast. So, so keep them coming. We'll we'll ask for more. There will be more topics for sure. And we have so, a lot of topics yes, coming. Yes, so so keep an eye on, on those announcements. Thank you guys. Yes, sure. And please leave your feedback on our new format of content, the podcast. You can leave them in the Discord server, under YouTube video, and you can just DM us saying what you liked, what you disliked, like how we yes. can make it better and more interesting for you. Because we're doing that not only for you, but we're also doing that with you, as Ben has already mentioned, that we want to create it around the community and around the experiences that people in the community have. And uh, yeah. Uh, we would really appreciate you sharing your feedback with us. Thank you, so everyone. So with that, thanks, everyone. <laughs> Until next time.
Bye bye. bye.